With your games, facets army is what to keep in mind. What you've seen is really real, and it truly is a big deal. Hello everyone, welcome back to Is It All Just a Game? The World vs. Gaming, where Googly talks about how the environment would be affected if video games were real in real life. So last weekend we talked about the game of Overwatch and we've talked about MMORPGs and RPGs in general. And this topic, I will have to say, um, since my podcast, I do swear, I do talk about mature topics. Um, This is definitely not for children. Um, And this topic has is really no different um we are going to talk about dead by daylight today so if you have any fear of horror um any stigma any dead body any death talk um anything regarding blood and um or anything of that sort um of horror movies stuff like that uh i do not recommend you listen to this podcast it's pretty graphic um we're gonna try and look at this as the most respectful nature um whether it be scientific whether it be legend um but we will do our best in respecting everyone's boundaries and um privacy and try and look at this with the most scientific aspect as we can so i will give you warnings in advance if we're going to talk about uh more um <laughs> graphic topics um before then and if pardon for my nervousness because this is a more serious topic uh I will do my best so this is just your warning right now again so I guess let's just get right into it um if for those who haven't heard of Dead by Daylight this is a more new game to me um it's been introduced it's been played a lot within a lot of communities i'm a part of on the internet and dead by daylight is when four potential survivors are pitted against a single killer each of those five characters um that the game has is controlled by a player who is put on a randomly generated map the survivors work together to fix generators and open gates to escape while the killer tries to kill them and hang their bodies on a meat hook which was the most disturbing part to me. In the video game genre, Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical survival horror game developed by Behavior Interactive. It is um, released on Windows, Microsoft Windows, um, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in June of 2017, and it is now available on the Nintendo Switch of September 24th, 2019, as a mobile version on iOS and Android in 2020 and the stadia version was released in october of 2020 so around halloween time the killers itself are more well known which i didn't know of until i started playing it they come from various horror franchises such as halloween left for dead texas chainsaw massacre nightmare on elm street saw evil dead scream stranger things silent hill crypt tv and resident evil and even slenderman In its first week of being released, Dead by Daylight sold more than 270,000 copies. And now, even since August 2020, the game reached more than 25 million players across all platforms of it being available. So the killers are fictionally real. They they're well known. We we've seen them before. If you're into horror, um, I'm I'm iffy on it, but where you play is also kind of in the same realm where it is spawned from well-known areas in the horror realm. There's 15 of them, which were based on the killers when they started to become a murderer in the sense. 
and each of these places, um, the characters now have nicknames. Um, so they're easily identifiable when you're playing. You don't know who the killer is when you get into the map as the survivor, and you have to use your strategy to be a survivor and get all these to win. So some examples of the killers would be like Trapper, Hillbilly, Hag, Pyramid Daddy, Spirit, Oni, Legion, even the Demogorgon, um, things like that. Even though you may have a map that might be similar, um, some realms or areas um, may have multiple maps and it might look the same, but there's like small variations. So you have to adapt really quickly. So if a player gets, like a survivor gets injured by the killer, um, it'll take damage and it'll go into different phases. Um, If the killer decides um, to carry the body, because that's what happens when they grab the body, they're carried on their shoulder um, and is hooked, they enter the first phase. Um, The survivor has a really low chance of escaping on its own and it the goal of the killer is to sacrifice body to something called the entity, which is an unknown force of the darkness from a place of no name. But the entity is um, kind of alive and it's been awakened. Um, the entity is who brought all these killers together. And as a way of thanks, um, they have to sacrifice the survivors. If a survivor is hooked the second time, they will enter the struggle phase where the entity starts becoming more into play, trying to stab them. But they, the survivor has to perform skill checks, um, which you have to press, um, in my case, when I play on the PC, you press the space bar, where you have to time it right um, to kind of prolong your life until a person comes and takes you off the hook. If the survivor is hooked a third time, they will die instantly and be sacrificed to the entity with no opportunity of survival. Along with not trying to be hooked or attacked by the killer um, that the entity is like egging on, you have to repair five generators on the map um, so you can open the gate that the entity has put to keep you in this map. Um, when the generators are completed and they open the gate, you have to hold it for 20 seconds. So that's like a long time for someone to try and find you. And the survivors can then escape the map. Those survivors that still haven't been near the gate or is like having some issue or repairing another gen um, or doing um, another task on the map, they have to continue playing regardless if you leave or not. But if you were the only one, there's an alternative escape method where it's called the hatch, which um, is spawned randomly, and you have to find it to leave the map, pretty much. It then becomes a race against time because the killer can also try and find the hatch and um, can close it, which triggers like a collapse phase of the game. And if it's closed, you have to go find a key And if you use the key on the hatch, it will remain open for 30 seconds. The survivors have gotten into the map because they wandered too close at the places the killers were taken from. And they disappeared from the real world without any um, sign of struggle. 
And when you are queuing for a match, you end up at a campfire where you kind of rest between trials until a killer tries and pursues you again. And then at least I kind of questioned this where I had to do some more research. I, when you open the game, you're like, dead by daylight and i didn't know if that was just a quirk of the game but actually they have a part in the lore which i didn't understand um it's part of the entity's realm and it's not the entity and they can watch what everything is happening and they can use telekinesis to manipulate objects in the realm read minds emotions and memories of every survivor and including the entity and they we don't know much about them but and we don't know what the goal of their motives are so basically this game is built off the horror genre and i wanted to know why in so many copies were bought other than the idea of the game but like why humans really like the idea of horror and I noticed it's because it evokes a physical, logical response to our bodies. And it happens of dissonance and unnaturalness, whereas um, the movie producers will use loudness, speed, pitch, whispered voices, silence, and startling reflex. And that creates a bunch of tension in our mind. Our body begins to release adrenaline um, without us doing anything. And even just the manipulation of those noise and sounds and silence um, manipulates the same trigger response that like a mama feels when her babies are threatened. Um, it does give some issues though um, that people may have a harder time differentiating between reality and films um, and they can begin to develop symptoms of stress, anxiety, and fear. So you, we learned a little bit about the game and the lore behind it, and now I want to kind of get into um, more of the real life area um, because it is about halfway through, and I want to give another caution warning. This is going to talk about um, bodily fluids, um, body decomposition, um, so if you are sensitive to that type of content, this is where you would end the podcast. Um, I appreciate you being here from this being so far. So here's your warning. I'm going to do it. Um, the main way you get hurt in Dead by Daylight is through a stab wound. Um, whether you're being stabbed by an entity on a hook or whether the killer actually stabs you with a knife or uh, throwing stars or something like that. A stab wound um, scientifically causes an opening in your skin and it can go really deep and cause damage to the body and for your best chance of survival you need first aid very very quickly and you need to try and stay calm and that's the last thing you really do in dead by daylight um you can heal yourself if you have some sort of perk um you heal others um and you run and you panic and if you were stabbed in real life, the best advice that science can give you is you're supposed to keep the knife within the room, um, the wound, because it acts like a plug that will seal the blood vessels um, that have been severed. But in the game, you don't have that option. Um, it is pulled out and bleeding will worsen. The average adult has four to six liters of blood. And once you lose about one third of our blood in our body, um, the blood pressure will begin to fall and the brain is then starved of oxygen and then um, death will ensue um, if immediate action is not taken through medical intervention. 
So if you did not stay calm, medical intervention did not happen, there was no way to reduce the bleeding. Um, this is another warning um, given that we are going to begin talking about um, dead bodies um, and what may happen if you begin to die um, in real life in the environment. Um, so another warning to you. Even talking about it makes me slightly uncomfy. Um, it's, it's like one of those topics where, um, you don't want to talk about, but it's always, um, really unfortunate when you do. Um, but you kind of have to know your options. And even though we don't start talking about it, um, until later age, um, it's, it's just really hard. And, um, I just want to like, you all know this is hard for me to talk about, um, but again, um, the discussion kind of has to be had, especially with a game that's really all about death. So what happens to the body when you truly die? There are five stages um, for at least vertebrates where um, you automatically die, then all the gases are released, and then we start decaying and going back to the earth and then you see the skeletonized process. Um, decomposition um, can rely on a lot of environmental factors, such as temperature, humidity, availability as oxygen, body size, clothing, and cause of death, which in our case would be uh, stabbing. We don't see the dead body afterwards um, in the game because we are sacrificed our soul to the entity and our body kind of just dissolves into a black smoke. Um, but throughout the map, there's a bunch of um, blood being trailed because we are being stabbed over and over and over again. Um, since my father is part of the medical field, um, I've been hearing around that he wanted to donate his body to science, and I never really knew what that meant until I researched science for this podcast. And there's something called corpse farms, where they study the decay of the human body to gain insight on how environmental and endogenous factors affect the progression through the stages of decomposition. So what happens to our body after death? Um, they're really a teaching tool and they're, they really treat the body still like a person. They still know that there are people mourning over them, um, family and friends who still love them, and the body still honors all respect, which I thought was really comforting and very nice. If you do not donate your body to science, however, um, you will most likely be buried, and it reduces the rate of decomposition because there is soil, um, over your body, which will prevent um, microorganisms um, to continue the rate of decomposition. And the depth of where the body is buried, the nature of the soil, temperature, and moisture content will still all affect the rate of decay that your body will go through. Now, about 70% of Americans die at hospitals now, so we don't normally see the burial process, rather um, at home. Um, where the bodies will then go through a formal viewing, um, preserved with embalming fluid and covered with makeup, and then sealed in a casket to decompose rather than just be buried straight into soil. Which I also found 
really, really nice to know as I was doing my research. There's no culture on earth that leaves a body without any type of ritual being done, um, whether you're religious or you're, whether you're not. Um, it is one of the few universals we have in the world, and we have a very strong notion of keeping the integrity of a body, um, whether it's human or not, um, and what happens to it even though we know the person inside may be gone off the living human earth. And um, even for me, that's a really hard thing to think about. Um, so by all means, if you do need time to pause or um, even end this podcast um, of what happens, to, um, I completely understand and I respect it. One thing I do think it's important to acknowledge is that the healthcare industry, because um, over majority of Americans now die at hospitals, they understand what goes into the patient of all that care um, is now going to rest just like um, your body might. And one of the larger causes of um, all that waste is because of overspending um, of private health insurance companies, um, whether the government puts it into, um, and it's not because they want to just poke or do anything to the body that might be unnecessary. It's because they wanted to make more money, and I felt like that was really disrespectful. And um, so, if there's any healthcare people listening, please respect the body as much as you do after. Um, while it's living um, as the best you can. Because even now, the estimated cost of waste um, in the U.S. healthcare system has ranged from $760 billion to $935 billion. And really, you should do what is necessary for the patient um, to prevent the death versus um, not. But if death were to happen to the person or the patient, um, there's many options that we do decide to go through. Even in Dead by Daylight, there there was a ritual where you are accepted to the entity where your body um, begins to rise into that black smoke. Um, and in real life, although we do not rise into black smoke, um, there are several ways where we are able to take care of the body that are more common. So the first one that is most common is embalming, where we use a formaldehyde-based embalming fluid and you replace pretty much the blood into um, preserving the body, which is unfortunate because we do leak 827,000 gallons of this formaldehyde mixture um, into our waterways and soil every single year, according to the National Funeral Directors Association. Even though it prevents the process of decomposition to the body and it really gives us a peace of mind um, that they are resting safely um, and they had a good life, um, there is a still effect to the environment and the amount of times you do get killed in Dead by Daylight, um, and this being the most common way, with four survivors, um, the numbers just go up and up and up. The second option that is most common, especially with animals, is the creation pro cremation process, um, which is the process of 
taking the body and reducing it to ash and sometimes bone fragments. The body can um, then be buried, scattered, or kept by the family in a container and used as a memento to really honor and um, remember the life that they did live. And although I did think that this process would be more environmentally friendly um, than embalming, it still releases chemicals in the atmosphere um, as the body is being treated, like carbon monoxide, soot, sulfur dioxide, heavy metals, mercury emissions um, from dental fillings that may have been put in, um, which are fairly concerning. Then the contrast would be to a natural burial without a casket, which the body is left to give back to nature. Um, cremated ashes are now sterile because it has been um, treated at high heat and do not supply any nutrients back into the earth. And whether the body, we don't see if it is treated in game, um, it's tend to known that the the void is what it's called where the bodies go um and when they can no longer be um of use to the killer um and that's where they're just kind of kept in a sort of like limbo area um the last one i want to indicate um are some greener options that you might be able to consider that we might not have had in game which would be really cool of the dead by daylight developers to really show what would happen within the void um but there are green burial options for you to consider and those would be where the body is not embalmed um and or the body is buried in a casket that can be easily degraded into the earth um, they could be chosen of land where it might not be um, open to pesticide use or using boulders as headstones or maybe being a possible natural meadow. Um, there's other greener options that your body might be put into a pod that eventually sprouts into a tree. Um, or you can put your ashes in a ball that will feed, um, coral reefs down at the bottom of the ocean. So there are ways to be buried responsibly. But the best or most comparable option that Dead by Daylight chooses to use is the idea of cremation, where the body is reduced to ash that we would see in the puff of smoke. I do have to say that this podcast was one of the more um, struggling ones to even research um, because one, I don't do well with horror movies. Um, my adrenaline pumps very high. Um, it gives me a lot of anxiety and especially talking with such a deeper topic um, that can be very sensitive like death. Um, it's, it's hard to articulate properly. So by all means, um, if I have offended anybody, I truly um, do apologize. Um, I, I know each person has a life. Um, I know that it's very important um, to respect and honor the people who have passed, um, including any animals um, or even plants, for example, that have been really important to you. I... Um, it's something we definitely 
don't want to think about, but I want you to know that um, to honor someone's life, there are also ways to honor it um, while keeping the earth in mind. And Dead by Daylight, um, like in horror movies, it shows us the action of it and it doesn't show us the after effects. And I think that's one thing we need to think about regarding the environment. We have to continue to be honorable in the process. Um, so if you have continued to stay in this long in the podcast, um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you learning. Um, I appreciate you being able to stick through this difficulty of a discussion. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's as hard for me as it's probably hard for you to hear this. Um, and thank you for listening. Um, I am going to cut this one a little bit shorter because it is a harder topic and it is a harder thing to process. Um, but for you, um, to do this, I give you such credit and, um, respect. Of course that next week's topic will probably not be as heavy. Um, but thank you. I also want to reaffirm if you play Dead by Daylight, there is nothing wrong or evil about you. You have made this discussion possible and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Especially after this heavy of a discussion, I hope you take care of yourself. I hope you drink some water, get up, um, get something to eat, maybe even take a nap, take your meds, um, and take some deep breaths because that is exactly what I will be doing after this. Once again, I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you taking your time um, for liking, subscribing, um, listening every week. Uh, We are one step closer to getting our custom URL and to make it easier for people like us to become educated. If games were to be real in real life, what would the impacts be? I hope you have a wonderful fantastic day and i will see you next week with your games past the time is what to keep in mind what you've seen is really real and it truly is a big